How's everybody doing? Thank you for showing up. I really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. How have the replays been? Has anybody watched any of the replays? Has it has it been beneficial? Is there anything that I can do to make the replays a little bit better? Because obviously these are meant to go live. So a lot of it is, is live, obviously. Um, has anyone liked the replays? Um, have you been, is that helpful or anything like that? Well, the video today is going to be showing you guys these baits that are in this box. Um, I've had this for a couple days. Haven't been able to open it yet, but I am going to open it on the video. I know what's in there, obviously. Um, so uh, we're going to be talking about it. And most of the stuff that's in here, I haven't even been able to use yet, or I've never used, actually, for that matter. So I'm kind of excited to to uh, learn a little bit more about them. Uh, I got a topwater, a couple, basically I got a couple topwater baits in there um, that I want to show you guys. And uh, hopefully some stuff that you guys are interested in getting, getting uh, for yourself, because I think they're going to be great baits. So, okay, cool. You didn't, didn't, the, didn't see a problem with the last replay of the live. So that's good. That's good to know. While we're doing this, while I show you guys some of these baits, at the end of it, we'll do some like Q&A or something like that if you guys want. And uh, so start thinking of maybe some questions that you want to ask. And uh, um, I'll answer some of those some of those questions as we go. But um, let's get into checking out some of these new Six Sense baits that I got in the box. These are all baits that you guys can get. There's no frogs. There's no accesses or anything like that in here. So um, don't get excited that you're going to get a sneak peek on that stuff because that's not what we're doing but i do have some of the brand new stuff that they just released that is available to you guys um, i haven't even gotten to take a look at any of this stuff myself so i'll be looking at it with you guys um, for the first time as well all i've seen is the stuff that's been on their website and um, so let's get into it i'm gonna grab a pair of scissors out of here so i can uh, open up that box and then we'll just start grabbing baits out of here and uh, see what we're what we've got, and uh, we'll go from there. Pretty excited about all this stuff. Um, and there's actually stuff in here that I forgot that I that I ordered. So um, we'll talk about that stuff too. But what we got right here is the Six Sense Speed Wake. It's the new wake bait that they came out with. This is almost a one ounce bait, so. You're gonna need a little bit of a, a rod to cast this thing around, but that's not too heavy. There's a lot of stuff on on the market now that um, that that is heavier. And um, Mason, you're asking for me to tell you the price. I don't know, but I can look it up while we're talking about it. I'm not exactly sure off the top of my head what the price is on that guy. So let me let me look it up on their website, and I will give you that info. I actually had their website up already, so that, that worked out good. So this Speedwake is a $13.99 bait. Um, not the cheapest baits on the market, but um, I, I've been seeing this a lot lately for some reason, it seems like. And um, people have been talking about all the, the really inexpensive stuff um, that, that they're getting their hands on. And there's nothing wrong with getting a deal. And there's nothing wrong with getting some stuff that 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 might be a little bit more inexpensive, but sometimes you do get what you pay for. So just be careful about it because if you can buy four or five baits that are cheap, that, that aren't going to catch you fish and they're going to fall apart or whatever, like it's probably worth getting one quality bait. And six cents is tough 
to beat when it comes to the paint schemes that you're going to get, the quality of the bait that you're going to get, and the fact that they're going to catch fish. So that that's one thing to think about. Six cents is not the most expensive, but they're also not the cheapest. And I think that um, for both of those reasons, it's a great, great brand to um, start buying some of their stuff, especially if you haven't checked it out. If you have checked it out, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But for those of you that haven't, you definitely need to at least try them because I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised on them. But let's let's show you guys this speed wake. This bait is called the Blue Gilla. That is the name of this bait. Very, very realistic. This bill right here is going to help this bait do, you know, a wake. It's not going to go down deep in the water. You could probably get it to go subsurface a little bit if you if you reel really fast. But this bait is meant to kind of go back and forth on the top of the on top of the water. And a question just came in: What size line do you plan on using with that heavier bait to make me nervous? I'm going to cast it into the sunset. For this bait right here, I'd have to see exactly how it how it goes. But I would imagine 12 at minimum, maybe 15, depending on where I'm fishing. I might even throw some braid. Like if you're over really thick grass, you might even go with some braid on this guy. Um, I, I know I'm going to throw this in practice for sure up at the California Delta coming up. I just literally hooked myself. Thankfully, it wasn't too bad. Um, but uh, the Delta's got really thick grass and really big fish. So I definitely might go with trying this guy out with some braid over the top of some grass or along those grass edges. Um, but if I'm in clear water or something like that, probably going to go with 12 pound minimum fluorocarbon, maybe even up to 15. Um, unless I feel like I really need that floating line, which you're going to get with the mono or the, the braid. So it kind of depends. I haven't fished this yet to know hundred percent either way, but those are kind of what I'm thinking right now another question just came in i'm looking for a new bait caster combo under 200 dollars. any combos you think i should get i think you're gonna have a really hard time beating the the millican lineup for that 120 dollars price point and obviously if you use my code you're gonna get 10 percent off of that so it's gonna get you right around 100 bucks and then the shimano slx is a good reel for about 100 bucks so then you're gonna be right there at your at your 200 dollars mark so I'd probably go with one of the Millican rods that are going to suit what you're trying to fish. And then probably with like the SLX, I have one as well. And they're a pretty good reel for that price point. So let's get into another bait. What we got right here is the Six Sense Catwalk. Looking forward to this guy. I have, Like I said, I haven't fished any of this stuff yet. So I'm really excited to see what the differences are between this Catwalk bait and the dogma because they do look pretty similar this color right here is the spanish bone color and this is by far my favorite color for top water any bone color top water baits those are my favorite um this bait is 5 8 ounce so you're gonna be able to cast this really well and i like the three hook here i think three hook top water baits are, are really important, especially on your walking baits. Obviously, with poppers and stuff like that, you you sometimes are only going to get those two hooks. And then some other topwater baits, you only get two hooks. One modification that I might try is putting on a feathered treble hook here on the back. I really like to have that feathered treble hook on my topwater baits. 
Um, probably a personal preference. Or this thing's going to catch fish either way. But one of the things I do like to do is put a little feathered treble hook on there. Um, but what I think, and what I'm looking at this right now, so in, in the video here, you may not be able to see it on the video, but the bottom of this bait has a distinct, it, it, it's concave, so it comes in like this, so it's not flat. So it's definitely going to cut through the water a little bit different. And I did see the video that Sixth Sense put out with this bait. And I think, I think, like I said, I haven't seen this in the water personally or anything like that. I have a feeling it's going to kind of dip and come out and then dip and come out. And then it's going to do that as you go. That's, that's what I'm thinking. And the length of this bait is uh, probably... I'd say about four, four and a half inches, something like that. It's not too big. It's not a giant one. Um, it's very similar to the to the uh, to the dogma in in size. Um, I, I'm looking forward to trying this out. I'm going to be going out to the desert here pretty soon and fishing for some largemouth and smallmouth. And I'm pretty sure that this guy is going to get bit out there. Um, obviously, you guys see that content um, when it becomes available. Next thing that we're going to talk about are the prawns. These baits, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't 100% sure how much I was going to be using the prawns, but I have caught a ton of fish on the prawns since I started fishing them. I've fished these as a Texas rig and caught fish. I've fished these on a Carolina rig and caught fish. I have flipped them and caught fish. I have used them as jig trailers and caught fish. I have used them as a chatterbait trailer and caught fish. You could use this as a as a swim jig trailer. You you can do this, you can use these with a ton of different baits. And this is the Old Faithful green pumpkin color. I needed some more of those. Okay, comparison video with the dogma after use it. I'm curious to know, I can definitely do that. I could probably try to figure out a way to do that side to side. Um, I don't have the most elaborate camera equipment to be able to zoom in and zoom out and stuff like that. Hopefully eventually I will, but right now I don't, but, um, I probably, I, I can try to figure out how to do something like that. Maybe track down a pool or something like that. Cause I don't have a pool to do that myself. But, um, one thing that I know you can do is I know that six cents has the video for the catwalk and you'll get an idea of what this bait does in the water. And it does have a different action than the dogma because the dogma stays on top of the water really, really well. And um, the from the looks of the video, this kind of dips. It doesn't dip subsurface, but it has a little bit of a, a movement up. And I think it's because of that different, different um, bottom shape than a lot of other topwater baits. And then I got a question about what camera I use. Um, I do use a GoPro. That is um, the camera and I actually just got a GoPro Hero 8 black that I'm excited to put to use. Um, so I'm getting rid of one of my or I'm going to use it as a backup yeah, is one of my older GoPros. And I think if you really pay attention to some of the footage that I have in my videos, you'll have like the 4K clear good looking footage, which is from my Hero 7. And then you have a little bit of a, a grainier look. And that's my other one. So I'm going to be able to put that other one away and have a much more consistent picture. Now my drone that I have is actually um, a really good picture as well. So a lot of my video content is gonna be much more consistent in terms of the picture quality. So I'm looking forward to that and hopefully you guys notice it and hopefully it matters to you. If not, whatever, I appreciate you guys watching my videos no matter what. Um, so let's see here. 
So I got another catwalk in there, same color, in the Spanish bone color. Um, number three on that. I never buy just one because you never know how many you're going to need. You're never going to know if you cast one off, like Camaro Boy said. Um, some more prawns in there. Um, let's see what else we got in there. Watermelon red prawns. Going up to the Delta and watermelon reds, or red in particular does good up there. So I also got the dark melon red color because I wanted that red to, to kind of pop. Um, there is a difference between the dark melon and the watermelon red. So if you guys have compared them yourself, um, you can definitely tell the difference. The watermelon red has a smaller diameter or smaller size flake to it. And um, the dark melon is a darker green pumpkin kind of color and it has a bigger red flake. And I think that, that the, the amount of flake is fairly comparable because you have more flakes in the watermelon red, but you are able to um, see the red in both of them. So it's just kind of personal preference or water, water clarity would determine on which one you're gonna use. And then Miles just asked, or Cal Basket, thanks for showing up. I'm really glad that you're a fan. I really appreciate that. Thank you for watching the live. And then Miles, do you have any tips about growing a YouTube channel? Because I'm just starting my channel. The biggest tip that I can give you is to be patient because my channel is by no means big. Um, it's growing, but I've been doing this for a while um, and it's taken a long time to grow. It's growing consistently month after month after month. It is getting bigger, but it's nowhere near what um, I would have thought. My Instagram and my TikTok have you know, almost 25,000 followers each. And my YouTube has, you know, 35, 3,600, whatever it's at right now. So I would have guessed that I would have had much more followers or much more subscribers on YouTube than I do. So YouTube's hard. It's not the simplest platform to grow on, but I think it's one of the most rewarding platforms to grow on because I think you have a different relationship with the people that subscribe to your videos and watch your content regularly. So be patient, put out as much video content as you can, but make sure it's consistent. Like if you're going to put out fishing videos, make sure you put out fishing videos. Don't put out fishing videos. And then like you and your buddies doing random stuff because people are going to want to watch your fishing content. If that's what you put out or whatever kind of stuff you want to put out on your channel, make sure that you keep it relatively consistent where like basically my channel is, is the fishing stuff and the tackle making stuff. I do do some different vlogs and stuff like that. I'm trying to do these lives a little bit more because I wanna be able to put out more content, but I haven't been able to go out and fish and record as much as I would like to. So I'm trying to do some different things in order to continue to you know, get to know you guys a little bit better. You guys get to know me a little bit better, stuff like that. Um, Camaro Boy just commented on here. I appreciate the YouTube stuff more because I don't have social media. So thanks for making the YouTube time. Yeah, YouTube is definitely a priority for me and I think that's why it's been growing is because I've been able to put out at least two videos a week um, if not more occasionally I've been doing three um, and it's hard it's hard to do that much much filming and you have to really make it a priority and um, I really want this channel to grow so one thing that I do ask of you guys that that are watching this please share my videos. If, if you like the video, if you don't like it, then don't share it. That, I don't want you guys to do something that, that you don't want to do. But if you like the video, you like the content, please share it out. 
Um, I really would appreciate that. Um, I want the channel to grow. If all of your buddies are watching and stuff like that, that would be awesome. So please share the videos. If you guys do share it and you tag me in it, I will share that on my Instagram story, stuff like that. Give you a shout out and thank you for, for, um, for doing that. And then Mason just asked about a giveaway. Quick question. Do you know when the next giveaway will be? I don't know. I kind of just do those on the fly. Um, I could probably do one soon. I do have some stuff that I could do for a giveaway. Um, but I, it hasn't been on the forefront, but I can definitely probably do one. So maybe, um, maybe give me a couple weeks to get something lined up because I like to keep my, I like to plan them a little bit. So that way when I record my video, I can talk about the giveaway. I've done a few giveaways where I kind of like edited the giveaway information into the video. So that's something I could do, but, but we'll probably have one here pretty soon. We got another speed wake right here that I want to show you guys much different color. This is the Shad Burst color. I'm gonna get it out of here and show you guys. Um, show you guys this one. Can you do a video on how you organize your tackle? Yeah, I could do a video on that for sure. Um, I can definitely, definitely do that. I've been actually wanting to do something like that for a little bit and kind of do like another boat tour now that I've been able to um, uh, get everything a little bit organized. I did a, I did a video in the beginning talking about how I was organizing my tackle, my new boat. So that's definitely something that I could, uh, that I could do. I could probably make that into a couple of different videos to kind of focus on what boxes I'm using, how I'm organizing the tackle bags that I'm using, stuff like that. And then also do a video showing how I'm organizing my boat. Cause I think there's been a lot of questions with that Skeeter design with how they have the team deck and stuff like that. But getting back to the speed wake, this is the shad burst color. Pretty cool color right there. Um, it's got a kind of a, a goldish kind of green color up top. And again, this is one of those wake bakes. So it's going to kind of go back and forth. And this jointed, the jointed tail down here is going to move back and forth. And um, I think I think some big fish are going to eat these wake baits. Um, so I had, there's a question in there. Besides the Delta and tourneys, are you looking to getting out to different areas of summer, fall, a DVL meetup would be cool. Um, I don't, I, Diamond Valley is not that far, so it's definitely a possibility. Um, I haven't gone up to Diamond Valley because I haven't really wanted to deal with the crowds because I'm imagining there's crowds, but now that Paris opened up, it's probably not as bad as it was in the beginning. Um, and I think Leland, what's going on, man? Thanks for showing up. Lakes that are open in the south. We have three open down here. We have Lake Murray, Lake Miramar. Both of those you cannot go past idle. And then we have Otai down, down there as well. Um, so we got those three. Otherwise, you got to travel um, up north, out east, stuff like that. Um, different areas. I'm going to Mojave here pretty soon. So I'm looking forward to going to Mojave. Mojave's got some good smallmouth, good largemouth in there. Um, it's going to be hot, which those desert fish seem to like. So I'm hoping to do some topwater fishing, maybe catch some more good ones on, on the, uh, buzz bait, stuff like that. So we'll just kind of have to see, um, 20 minutes from Paris. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, we might have to figure that one out. Uh, so I'll keep you posted on, on the Paris deal. I've only been there one time. Um, Eduardo, thank you. Gracias, man. Thank you. Okay, so I also got some skirts in here. Obviously, if you guys follow my stuff, you definitely know I make my own spinnerbaits, make my own jigs, all kinds of stuff. This right here is the spinnerbait color that I like to use the most. This is, wait, no, this is not the one. I apologize. This is very, very close. 
and a very good one. But this is the one that is my favorite for the spinnerbaits. It's got a little bit more chartreuse, which is why I like it. Um, this is chartreuse white flash, and this is sexified shad. It's got more of that kind of bait fish pattern, the, the black and white striped kind of one. Um, and this one does not have it, and it's got a little bit more kind of like translucent colors along with the chartreuse. Both great great skirts but i like this one because i had a little bit more chartreuse and that's what i'm going for leland they're they're not they're not uh crowded up there i'm kind of surprised um waterland that is coming very very soon uh the launch is going to be june i'm pretty sure it should be very very soon not a hundred percent but i know that um that's coming so just stay tuned for that that will be coming very very soon vega frog um that is coming soon as well. I think Waterland's going to be here before the frog, but don't quote me on that. But um, the frog, I think, is going to be late summer. I think that's what I was told, if I remember correctly. It's all production stuff. It's not a matter of uh, bait design or getting anything like that ready to go. It's all production. It's all getting it made, getting it here, getting it um, for sale. So that that's the holdup on that. But it is coming, and it will be here soon. Lake Wachita in Arkansas, never been out there, probably would be fun. Pretty much anytime I can get out of town, it's definitely a lot of fun. But I want to show you, I got some more of these skirts in this box that I want to show you guys some of my favorites. Another staple color for me is the Grass Theory color. This is one of my favorite six cents skirt color options. This is the color that I'm using for the bluegill colored green pumpkin colored spinner baits, whatever I have them called on my website, but the ones that I've been posting online and on here, um, I, I do like this color. It's a great bluegill imitation. It also makes for a great green pumpkin purple jig color. Caught some fish out of Lake Mead on that jig color with on a jig with this color um, skirt on there. Let's see what else I got in there. Any other colors? No, I got grass theory and I got these other spinnerbait colors. So those are the, so that's the, that's pretty much everything that I got. And in, in this box from six cents, those, the new topwater catwalks, the um, speed wakes. And then I got a bunch of those prawns cause I was running low on them and I needed to get some different. So a few different colors. I definitely wanted to have some green pumpkins for that clear water, watermelon red up, uh, uh, up there in the Delta for some chatterbait stuff and swim jig stuff and just to flip them as well. Wanted that red in there. So that's why I got those. And then you never know when people are going to want spinner baits or when I'm going to want more spinner baits or jigs or whatever. So I needed to restock on my six cents skirts. Guys, if you don't, even if you don't make your own tackle, but you have some old spinner baits where the, or jigs or whatever, and you're needing to replace the skirts on there don't throw that jig away especially if the if the paint job's still good stuff like that you can buy skirts and put them on those jigs and they're going to look brand new especially if the paint on the head of that jig is still good and six cents i want to say they have like 75 different color options so i guarantee you're going to find one that you like um so definitely look into that obviously if you make your own tackle um Making as detailed a skirts as you can get from them is very time consuming. It takes a lot of material, which is why I switched over and just started getting the skirts from them is because it was, it was going to take me a long time to actually 
make skirts as good and as detailed and as intricate as these ones are. So that's why I just kind of made the switch and decided, you know what? I can get these, so I'm going to get these. Um, PP Dad, COVID, what do, you, what do you mean by that? Seems like it kind of stopped lately, but um, we're not, I'm not trying to get political right now. But it, the world's falling apart and COVID decided to, to kind of go away. Um, is it hard to make your own tackle? No, it is not hard to make your own tackle. There is a learning curve to making your own stuff. I think the learning curve when it comes to plastics is a little bit more difficult than than the hard baits, not, not hard baits like crank baits, but the wire baits like buzz baits and spinner baits and stuff like that. Um, I did get lucky and was able to kind of nail my spinner baits pretty easily. I did some research before I built them. And um, as soon as I put the them together the way that I have them, I was able to catch fish. So I, I kind of got lucky. It didn't take a lot of trial and error. Um, it, I just got lucky. I just went for it and, um, and uh, uh, was able to catch some fish on those baits. So making your own tackle is not hard. Um, it takes some equipment, obviously, and I have some video ideas for the future to basically show you everything you need for lead-based baits, whether it's a jig, spinner bait, whatever, and then whatever you need for the soft plastic sides of things. And soft plastics aren't difficult either. It's just getting the colors right is the difficult part because you can easily mess up your colors. And once you mess up that color, you, there's really no going back. If you put too much coloring in there, you can dilute it down by adding some clear plastic to it. But I definitely think saving your recipes for your plastics is very important. Saving um, how much flake you put in a bait, knowing what your temperatures are, if you're going to do laminates and stuff like that. There's a lot more variables, I guess, when it comes to soft plastics. But once you kind of get the hang of it, you can kind of replicate things fairly easily. Obviously, there's times where you're going to mess the bait up or something like that. It happens. It is what it is. Um, I do it um, fairly regularly. I mess something up. I try to put some of that on on video so you guys can see that yourselves um, when I do mess up some baits or something like that. But the lead-based stuff's a lot easier. The hardest thing sometimes for lead-based stuff is getting the paint right. And because um, sometimes you can overpaint it, underpaint it, burn the paint, and it starts to bubble and stuff like that. So you, you just kind of have to learn that a little bit. But overall, it's not difficult to make your own stuff. You just got to practice at it just like anything else. Um, I'm probably going to wrap this up here pretty soon, but um, let's get a couple more questions if anybody has any, so that way I can um, answer any of the questions that you guys have. But um, I try to keep these around a half an hour, and we're just about to hit it. But if you guys have any questions, I'd be more than happy to answer any questions that come in here in the last few minutes before, before I got to get out of here. But I really appreciate everybody popping on here and being a part of the live. Uh, I really like kind of doing these these live videos it's kind of fun to kind of just be in the moment and be able to talk to you guys about different stuff that 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 i either want to talk about or or you guys want to talk about um it's pretty cool and um show you these baits that i got and um if you have any other ideas for different live videos uh let me know so that way i can uh make sure to incorporate it and then another thing before we go, um, obviously we had the super chat going. If that's something that you guys want to do before we get out of here, um, feel free, no obligation or anything like that, but it would be pretty rad for you to do that. Um, 
Any questions before we go? I'm glad you like the videos, the late commander. I really appreciate that. Um, like I said earlier, please share these videos out. So that way we can get this thing to grow. And um, the more it grows, the more I can fish and the more content I can put out for everybody. And, um, you know, the bigger it gets, I think the better the channel can get as well. I'm looking forward to my trip to go out to Lake Mojave because I think the fishing should be pretty good out there. But you never know to get there. Hopefully the weather cooperates. Hopefully it's not too hot. It's definitely going to be over 100 or something like that for sure. But you never know. Oh, what's up, Wade? How's it going, man? Uh, next tournament is up at the Delta. Wade Strelick is on the board. And Wade, have you traveled to hit up that FLW Tour event yet, man? Wade is on the FLW Tour. He's going to be battling it out with all the big dogs here pretty soon. Um, and he, he's definitely holding his own out there. Wade's a San Diego guy and can can catch him. Wade's, Wade's a good dude, too. So thanks for showing up, Wade. Uh, Camaro Boy, the, the next tournament is the Delta FLW Toyota Series up at the Delta. Really looking forward to that. It's going to be hot up there as well. Probably going to be over, um, over 100, I would imagine, up there in August. Leaving on the 16th. Okay, good, man. Good luck out there. I've been seeing a lot of the elite guys and some of the um, – uh, MLF guys heading out already and uh, Chickamauga, huh? Do you think I've, I've heard people talking about Chickamauga? I know there's giants in there, but they think that it may, may not show because of the time of year that it is. What do you think? Yeah, it definitely gets windy and choppy up that at Mojave at times for sure. Um, but the fishing can be good and those smallies like to eat and those desert fish like to eat when it's windy. Um, hopefully, Hopefully it doesn't get above 20 or something like that. A little bit of wind out there when those. So Mojave is like super, super clear. So a little bit of wind is good for that. But um, like you can see 20, at least 20 feet down at Mojave. It's it's way, way clear. Way more clear than Havasu. Clearer than Mead. Um, Mojave is like glass water clear. Um, but um, hopefully we can get some good fish out there. But I think I'm going to be out of here. I think I'm going to shut down the live but i want to say thank you to everybody that came everybody that that showed up really really appreciate it um and please share the channel with some friends man i, I really appreciate it um you'll see some big ones for sure highly pressured fishery like okay yeah so san diego fishing especially right now is a mess um our lakes are super pressured i'm just responding to wade's comment on there but uh but yeah, our fishing in San Diego is a mess. I don't want to go into it because it's all political and stuff like that. But it's a mess down here right now, which has you know, really caused me to have to figure out how to get the content to you guys. And I've done an okay job um, doing it. I wish I could have had more, but it is what it is. But I'm going to get out of here. I got some other stuff I need to take care of this afternoon. So thank you again for being a part of the live. I really, really appreciate it. And I'll probably try to do this as much as I can. Um, you know, once a week or something like that. But again, thanks for being here, guys. I really, really appreciate it. And I'll see you guys next time. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really appreciate it. I want to talk to you guys real quick before we go about how you can support my podcast. You guys know I want to fish professionally and make a living doing it. And I can't do that on my own. So if you guys want to support the podcast, that's an option that Anchor provides. So I want to let you guys know about it. If you're interested in doing that, go to anchor.fm slash matt-luna-fishing and click the support this podcast link. 
I'll also leave a link in the show notes if it's something that you're interested in. I kind of feel weird ask, uh, mentioning it, but I wanted to pass that information along to you guys. Also, if you want to get a free ebook that I have put out, all you gotta do is sign up for my email list. There'll be a link in the show notes for that as well. And you can learn about what bass seed talks about shad, bluegill, and crawfish, and the different times of year that you can target those forages where the bass should be. May not be a perfect every time you go fishing way to find the bass, but it can kind of give you that yearly timeline and help you be close to the right areas where those fish are. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate it.